What's up, Say What family? Welcome back to the Say What podcast. I feel like I just yelled in your ears, so I'm really sorry for coming in really hot with that. Um, I just recorded for 10 minutes and then decided that I was like, you know what? That that topic that I was talking about versus the, the conversation we're supposed to have on this podcast today, two very different things. And I should just talk about the first topic on Instagram stories. I don't need to talk about it on the podcast. So I'm re-recording. It's fine. Check out Instagram stories this week if you want my thoughts on the Hillsong documentary. So I started talking about that and then I was like, you know what? These are two very different things. I should just, I should just take a step back and do that on Instagram and just get to the topic at hand today. So I was already talking and so I just came in really hot. So I apologize. But if you're new here, Welcome to the Say What Podcast. My name is Hannah, and we like to talk about sex, marriage, relationships, all things being a woman, a female, all the awesome things that there is to being a woman. We talk about those things, and we talk about things that people don't want to say. So that's why the podcast is called Say What. Um, But I'm so happy you're here. I hope that you are doing well, friends. I'm recording this on a Sunday after I had a two and a half hour nap that was supposed to be a 30 minute nap because let me tell you, number one tip that you're going to hear today. Actually, I'm going to give you a lot of tips. So, but maybe this is the best one. Um, number one tip that you're going to hear today is to implement 20 minute naps into your life. So I just started working like full time at my job and that has like, you know, been a schedule change for me, which is great. Like I'm super grateful and thankful and blessed and feeling all the good things about working full time for my job. But I, it is, it is a change. It's like a, you know, change in my schedule. And so I've been finding myself quite tired. Um, cause of course I also started the first like week at my new job when I was on my period. So that like worked really well for me. You know, I was just really exhausted the whole time. But I did find out that taking 20 minute naps when you like feel like you can't keep your eyes open at work anymore. Game changer. If you work in an office at a cubicle, don't try this. I don't want you to get fired. But if you are at home and you have like the freedom to take like a break when you want to, Take the 20 minute break. It is a game changer. I used to think like 20 minutes is not long enough for me to feel like recharged or awake. No, no, no. It absolutely is. If you can fall asleep instantly like I can, you just fall asleep, close your eyes for a few minutes, wake back up, rejuvenated. Game changer. Now, I know that it is a it is a privilege and a blessing to have this kind of job where I can just take a 20 minute nap at whatever time I want to during the day. But it is... Um, it is game changing. I hope that you all have that ability to do that in your lives. So there's my number one tip to you today. <laughs> um, that's all. That's all the life updates I got is that I have just been napping every day. <laughs> not every day, but taking naps and we've been house sitting. So I'm not at my house, but I'll be back at my house when this comes out, which I'm excited. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing else really going on. That's about it. So why don't we just like jump right in to the topic today. Um, I really loved last week's episode, which was a how-to episode. It was how to use a vibrator and how to use lube and how to clean up afterwards. Um, And uh, this is another kind of like how-to episode. It's like a tips episode. Um, I really think that like there's a lot of beauty and figuring things out like on your own when it comes to sex. Um, I think, well, when I say there's beauty, I think like there's beauty between you and your husband or you and, you know, you and your spouse, like learning how this stuff works together, figuring it out on your own, learning each other's bodies, learning what you like and and just kind of like exploring that together. Like, I think that is the most beautiful thing. And I love that. 
but I'm also here to help you guys like figure things out as well. Like definitely take the time to like figure stuff out with your husband, learn, grow. But there's also like, I do want to help, help you out. You know, there's some times where we're just like, I really have no idea what to do here. I don't want to Google it. So like, what do I do? So I am here to, I'm here to, you know, be, be Google for you. I actually don't have all the answers like Google does none whatsoever, but I do have, or I shouldn't say none. I do have some ideas, obviously, but, um, you know, there's some things you're too scared to Google and you know what? I got you. So last week's episode was a how to like use vibrator, use lube and how to like clean up afterwards. And today I want to give you some tips actually for going to the gynecologist. So I know it can be really intimidating if you've never been to the gynecologist before, or if you went one time and it's been a long time since, or if you just feel like you have like a really negative experience every time you go, like I want to help you out. I don't want you to keep having negative experiences at the gynecologist. And I am speaking like firsthand here today, friends. Like I hated going to the gynecologist. I remember feeling so like unprepared, not really knowing what to expect. I always knew it was going to be painful and I just never like really knew what to ask, what to do. I just, and I was like, do I even really have to go? And so I, I've been in your shoes. I've experienced like really negative experience at the gynecologist before. Um, but I feel like I've got some good tips today that can help you as you are planning to go and to even have the confidence to go to the gynecologist. So those are the kind of uh, tips I'm going to give you today. So we can all advocate for ourselves and be, you know, just good, good, I was going to say good girls. That's, that's going to sound so weird. I mean, I was trying to find, I'm trying to find the word um, that can be, we're, we're, you know, we're health queens. We're keeping ourselves in check. We're advocating for ourselves. We're making sure that we are healthy. We are good. That's what we're trying to do. I was going to call us good girls. And that was just, that was just not right. That was, that just felt real weird. Um, just had to be honest. Okay. So I don't, I'm just going to go ahead and get into the different tips today. I've got a couple and we're going to talk about them because I want us to feel so confident going to the gynecologist. I want us to feel so good. I don't want us to feel nervous or overwhelmed or anything like that. So I'm just going to kind of go through in no real particular order some tips for your gynecology appointment. Okay. And the first tip I have for you is just to make the appointment make the appointment because, and I have to say that because I know that there's some of my girls listening to this who are like, Hannah, I would rather die than go to the gynecologist. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. That's so invasive. I'm so scared and I just can't do it. And I'm going to say to you that your body is so important. Your the health of your body is so important. And it's all, it's so good to get a checkup, like in your body, making sure things are going well, checking for all the things like there's, you, you guys know this, you're, you're a female, there's a lot going on in our vulvas and our vaginas. And we just the like normal person is not trained to know if something is wrong. And so it's so good to be checked out by our doctors. And I should have also prefaced this episode again with just a reminder. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a gynecologist. I'm just your friend who's been there. Who's helping you through it. Okay. Um, but I do want to tell you, like make the appointment. I know that you're scared. I know that it feels like it's invasive. Um, and I mean, it kind of is like a doctor is sticking their hands or, or possibly like, you know, different things inside of you that can feel like a lot. But here's the thing. You go to the doctor when you just need a normal checkup. You go to the um, therapist when you need some help on your mental health. Like you go to the gynecologist because we're women and it's just good to have a check up. 
Like it just is what it is. You know, if you've never been and you're in your twenties, it's just worth going to make sure all things are well and you're like feeling good, you're healthy. And it's always good for us to be doing, um, breast checks, like chest checking for lumps in your breasts. And you're probably not thinking about it. And that's something that your doctor can do. You know, I mean, it's also good for us to do routine checks as well, but if you're not thinking about it, your doctor will do that when you're there. Just like a general checkup for like wellness for your body is so, so good. You are worth making sure that you are okay, you know? And I'm not trying to like scare anybody and let them think that they're not okay. Like, it's not like that. I just want us to be, you know, healthy queens, okay? I want us to feel really healthy and to feel confident in our bodies. And going to the gynecologist is one of those, th- those things. And I also think that if we're making the appointment and we're deciding to go, this could be another way to like take back some of like what purity culture took from you. Because I don't, I don't know how much, you know, you guys were, were, were grew up in purity culture, but I know a lot of us have. And some purity culture was so intense to the point where they were like, you know, tampons is taking your virginity, you know, going to the doctor and having someone else put something inside of you, that's taking your virginity. Like some people have been taught those things. I wasn't taught that extreme, but that I know that there's some listeners right now who were, and I want to say to you, like someone like your doctor doing that to you using a tampon is not taking your virginity whatsoever. And I, I'm so sorry that someone like spoke that over you. And I think it's time, like we take that power back, you know, we take back the power of our bodies and get checked out. Like gynecologists are not, not, they're not the enemy that, that beauty culture may have made them out to be okay. So we are going to make the appointment. We're just going to make the appointment. That is that is tip one. You're just going to do it, okay? Um, women usually go at once a year, so it's not like you're having to go to the gynecologist every, every week, you know? It's just once a year appointment to get checked up. If you're in your, like, early 20s, that's a good time to go if you haven't gone yet. I think my first appointment might have been when I was, like, I can't, oh gosh, I can't remember. Maybe like right when I turned 20 or 21. And I think I I had never gone before and no one really told me I should go. And then I was kind of like, I probably should just go just to like get checked up. And I will say, I remember my first gynecology appointment, we did not do a pap smear um, because she was like, well, you're not sexually active. So we should just like not do it. And I was like, okay. Um, so that was like an interesting thing. Cause I definitely expected to have that done. Um, but it didn't happen. So, and I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad, but anyways, I, I just remember being like very surprised that that wasn't happening. Um, but I think the next time I went, I did ask for one cause I just wanted to make sure like everything was okay. <laughs> cause I had not had ever like got anything checked out and you know, they can check for cervical cancer. They can check, you know, for, I'm, there's so many other things. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but it's good to, it's just good to get checked out. Cause I just, you know, wanted to make sure I was okay. Um, but anyways, make the appointment. I know it's scary, but I'm going to provide some tips that'll help you through your appointment. So it's going to, it's going to be fine. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be awesome and great because it's a doctor's appointment, but it, it, you are worth setting the appointment. So my first tip is just to make the appointment. My second tip is to schedule the appointment for a time that you can like go home afterwards. You may like be fine. The appointment may be nothing to you and it may be easy, breezy, beautiful, like no problems. Um, but it also might be, you know, a little anxiety inducing depending on how your pap smear goes. Like that can maybe be painful or even just like uncomfortable. And I remember like one of the times I had scheduled a gynecology appointment, I planned on going back to work afterwards. And it was one time that we were trying to, I think I was like getting my, I think it might've been just a normal pap smear. I can't remember if it was that or if I was getting, 
um, trying to have an IUD inserted in me. But at some point, I'm, and I like plan to go to work afterwards. And I remember leaving the appointment and I was in pain and I was like, this is the worst. And so I definitely just texted my boss. And I was like, I have to go home. <laughs> um, so I just, from that moment on, I was like, you know what? It's probably good just to go ahead and make an appointment, make the appointment for you to be able to go home afterwards. Because if, you know, I think there's, there's pros, like there's no real con for that. You know, if you can go home afterward, like if you have a totally fine appointment, no stress, no anxiety, no pain, no uncomfortableness, then great. You just like go home and you just go on the rest of your day. Um, but if it is a little uncomfortable or if it is a little anxiety inducing or whatever, like it's good just to like be able to go home afterwards. And I'm mostly speaking from like my girls who or I guess to this point, mostly speaking to my girls who experience, um, pain with, penetration um like you know whether it be you know inserting a tampon your fingers or even sex like because it it, I think it is important to get a pap smear just to you know make sure everything is going on and that could that could be uncomfortable and so like I just from experience I was like I just think it's best if you can just go home afterwards and don't have to think about anything the rest of the day and i I know not everybody's schedule works that way. Like I understand, you know, people have jobs and kids and life that you have to do. But if you are able to make the appointment where you can just go ha- go home afterwards, I definitely just like suggest that, especially for for your first appointment. So try to try to schedule it in to where you can just go home and you don't have to like worry or stress or anything like that. Okay, uh, next tip is to plan out what you want to talk about. So if you're going for the first time, you're probably like, I have absolutely zero idea what this appointment's even going to be. Well, that's why I think it's good to go ahead and like kind of plan out some things that you would like to talk about because you're overwhelmed probably. I'm just, I'm guessing this is how you're feeling. You're, you're, you're maybe overwhelmed. You're maybe like a little nervous and maybe you have a lot of things that you do want to talk about and it's so easy to forget it in the moment. And so planning out what you want to talk about beforehand, I think is really helpful. And if you don't even know what you want to talk about, here are some like ideas and suggestions. So you can talk about your period. Let's say um, maybe you're not as regular as you want to be, or maybe you're having some really intense cramps on your period that are like, you know, make you want to die every time you're on your period. You can't leave your house. Like maybe it's those. Maybe you want to talk about like your period you think is too light, which I learned recently is also a thing. I did not realize your period could be too light and I learned that it could be. So like maybe that's something that you don't, you're not like bleeding enough and you want to talk about that. Um, the schedule's off or maybe you are just living your best life on your period and you just want to make sure that like all is well and just kind of talk about it. That could be one thing you talk about. You can talk about the overall health and wellness of your vulva. You know, ask your doctor about cleaning your vulva, making sure that you're using the right right things and doing it the right way and just kind of like checking to make sure you shouldn't be adding anything or do anything different. Like, you know, just some overall health and wellness, making sure you're okay. Asking about not just of your vulva too, but like asking about your breasts. Like, should you be doing routine breast um, checks and how to, e- how to even check for lumps in your breasts? Like things like that. Like you can ask for just overall wellness of your body, like of being a woman, what, what things to look for, what checks you should be doing just to make sure that you're healthy and good and prepared, um, for, you know, anything. So that, that's another thing with like the breast checking, I was going to say breast implants. Nope. Um, checking for lumps in your breasts. Like that's a really important thing that we should be doing. Um, you know, and so asking like how to do that, how often you should do that, things like that. 
Um, you could talk about preventing pregnancy. If that's something that you're wanting to do right now is, is, or even thinking about for the future, preventing pregnancy, that's definitely something to talk to your doctor about your different birth control options, side effects, like a plan. Um, because I will say like, if you are not having sex with your person and you are getting like engaged soon or you are engaged, I do think it's a good, like, you're going to want a couple of months to make sure that the birth control is the right fit for you, that you feel comfortable with it, that you're really liking the birth control that you're on before you actually start having, you know, not unprotected sex, but before you, you know, don't use any backup besides the birth control that you're on because you, it, it can take like some time to figure out the kind that you like and stuff like that. And so, um, before you're, you know, actively having sex all the time, I think it is good to have your birth control as much as you can, like, figured out and even and that's not even like using hormonal birth control you could even look at a natural family planning talk to your doctor about that so just like you know how to prevent pregnancy things like that that's something definitely to talk to your doctor about um trying to conceive if you are in the you know thinking through like I want to start having a baby soon even and not even soon it could even be within the next like year maybe what are some ways that you can help prepare your body for that things to maybe cut out of your diet or cut out of things that you're doing just just see, see what they suggest for you to like prepare your body for pregnancy um painful sex if you are experiencing painful sex that is absolutely something you should talk to your doctor about if you are experiencing pain with any kind of inserting like or penetration you must talk to your doctor I've had some messages from people who were like hey I you know have some pain but I just don't know if it's like enough pain to talk to my doctor and I'm like "Uh, -uh. nope if you are having any pain whatsoever talk to your doctor because it should not be painful to insert anything into your vagina so if you're experiencing pain when you're inserting things into your vagina then you need to talk to your doctor that is just so important and it's not even because you may have like vaginismus like you might have um a really uh crap what's the word non-preferated hymen I think that's the word I had I was gonna say maybe you need maybe you had a hymenectomy but that the hymenectomy is the procedure that they do to um remove your hymen but um, and, and that's, we talked about that actually a couple months ago on the podcast. So if you're interested in the hymenectomy, um, you can just search for it and, you, and you'll find it. Cause that was just a couple, couple, maybe two months ago. Um, but like there, there could be that, like they need to check on that. Like, or maybe they, they need to check on, make sure you don't have an infection or anything like that. Like there's so many, you know, things that could be going on and it's good to have your doctor check that out. So if you are having any pain whatsoever, talk to your doctor. I can't emphasize that enough. So there's some ideas of like what you could talk about. Um, also you could just say like, Hey, I'm coming in for my like first appointment or my first appointment in a while. I just want to check on things, make sure I'm healthy, just kind of do an overall check just to make sure I'm good. You don't even necessarily need to have like things to talk about, but if you do have some things to talk about or what we're wanting some ideas, there you go. So you could even just say like, I'm just here to, you know, do a normal checkup, make sure things are good. Just kind of checking in on my body. Like, that's totally fine to do. So, but if you are like have some things that you want to talk about and you're feeling anxious, feeling overwhelmed, like definitely plan out what you want to talk about. Like even write it in the notes on your phone because that way you can just like easily access it and you won't like have to like, you know, have paper or anything. You just like pull out your phone and like have like a bullet list of things that you want to talk about. And you can even tell them that too, which is totally fine. They are there to support you and help you um, and not judge you. So, um, okay, next tip. If you are nervous about a pap smear, 
tell your doctor. And a pap smear is where you lay on your back and you like have your legs up um, on the table and they take a speculum and like open you up and they'll like do some swabs. So they'll take like a cotton swab and swab for different and, you know, they're looking for different infections or making sure that you're, you know, healthy, cervical cancer, like they're just checking for different things. And so they'll do a swab and then they'll come out. So it, I, I'm trying to think the last pap smear I had took maybe 45 seconds. Like it was the shortest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I was like, wow, this didn't take long at all. Um, but that's what a pap smear is. And I, I think it is so good to get one just to make sure that you were okay. Just a normal check in. Like it's, you know, I don't want you to freak you out. Like I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm just trying to encourage you to make sure that you are healthy. So, you know, that's what a pap smear is. But if you are nervous about this pap smear, tell your doctor. Like that is another tip for you. Talk to your doctor about how you're feeling. Um, because they, I mean, all doctors should go in with gentleness and, you know, tell you what they're doing to you and like, let, like making sure you're, you know, informed and what's going on. Um, but unfortunately that is not the case everywhere. And so I think it's just so important to tell your doctor like, Hey, I've either never had this done before. And so I'm just really nervous. I don't know what to expect. And I'm scared it's going to be painful. Or you can say like, I have got, you know, gotten pap smears before and every single time they've been painful and no one's also really asked me, you know, about them being painful. So I'd like for you to like check and see maybe where the pain is coming from, but also like know that I, it, it's really painful. So is there anything we can do to make it less painful? So you know, just straight up asking your doctor about that, sharing that with them. They, um, they do have smaller speculums they can use. And so you can ask for them to use the smallest one as well. Um, I have not used the smallest one cause I didn't learn about that until after my last appointment. Um, but that is something that you can do. You can ask for them to use a smaller speculum for you. So you don't have to use their, the biggest one. Um, but yeah, just be, just be so upfront with your doctor. That way they know what's going on. So that way they're prepared. Um, and that's what I did with my last appointment. I told her, I was like, you know, I am, uh, healed of vaginismus right now, but I am still just nervous about how this is going to feel. Cause I had really bad experiences before. And so I'm just wanting to like share this with you. So you, so you know what's going on. And so maybe you can just be like gentle and easy as you do the as you do the swab. And it, I mean, like I said, she did it super fast and it wasn't like fast and careless. She just didn't want me to have to experience that for very long. And so she just like did it pretty quickly and was done. But, um, it was just good for her to kind of know where I was at and how I was feeling. So that way she could, you know, you know, do whatever doctors do to make it easier for us, you know? So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely tell your doctor how you're feeling. And also, and I don't know if this is fully possible, but this is just like an idea I had. Um, see if, if you are like super nervous about the pap smear, if you're experiencing pain and like, you know, for sure you don't want one, see if there's like a way that they can do the, like do tests on you that are not like the full pap smear. And maybe, maybe that's not possible. I'm not for sure. But I do think it may be worth like just asking like, hey, I, you know, am really nervous about this. I'm not sure how it's going to feel. And I just wanted to know if you had any tips or, or if you had any suggestions for like ways we could, you know, do my check without doing like a full pap smear with the speculum and all of that. And there may be options for you. I'm not, I'm not sure there, you know, technology is changing every day. So hopefully there's things that they they can do now. Um, maybe that don't involve a full pap smear because I just know for 
for all of my friends with like pelvic dysfunction, pap smears are just, they can just really be the worst. And so hopefully they're figuring out ways that they can do tests and stuff without having to do like the full thing. That would be really awesome, but I'm not for sure. Okay. Another tip similar to the one before, but a different one. Um, talk to your doctor about how you're feeling. Honestly, like I should have led with that at the beginning. Like if you are going in nervous, anxious, like unsettled, like tell your doctor that and just be honest with them. Like I, and it could be like, I'm nervous and because I don't know what to expect. I'm nervous because I just have never done this before. I'm nervous because I had a really bad experience at another doctor before. I'm nervous because I, you know, have pain with penetration or pain with things going inside of me. And I'm scared that's going to hurt today. Just like share how you're feeling with your doctor, just so they have all the information as they're like treating you and talking to you. Um, because if like, I mean, they see patients every day. If, if you're, you know, feeling nervous, they, they're not going to know that, you know, just right off the bat. And so they could just, you know, think of it as any other appointment, you know? Um, and so I just want you to like go in just feeling like confident and, if part of like feeling confident is sharing your nerves, like, please do that. Like that helps me when I'm just like vulnerable and, and you know, it doesn't, it makes, I just like it. Cause everyone knows where we're at. Like it, this is where we're at. I'm just putting all my cards on the table. So everyone's aware of how I'm feeling, where I'm at. And so I think it just is better for all when we're upfront about that stuff. So share how you're feeling with your doctor, tell them how you're feeling and like, it's, it's okay. Like they're there to, they're there to help you. They're there to support you. So just share how you're feeling with them. And, um, that can kind of help them as they're, as they're, you know, helping you and treating you. Okay. Um, next and last tip is to remember that it's your body. You are in charge of your body. And I want you to advocate for yourself. Like, you know yourself best. You know your body better than anyone else does. And so I just want you to go in, like, confident and knowing, like, you are in charge of this situation. Yes, they are your doctor, but they are here to help and support you, not, like, the other way around. Like, they are not in charge. They're not going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, what they're going to do. Like, you still get to decide what happens in your appointment. So if you are like, Hannah, I just cannot get a pap smear. I just can't do it. I'm listening to you. I hear you, but I just can't do it. That's okay. Like you are in charge of your body. And so that's when you would like tell your doctor, like, I cannot do this today. I'm not confident enough or comfortable, not, excuse me. I'm not comfortable enough to do this today. So we can do it next time. Just not today. Like that is okay to say. That is totally okay to say. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you are in charge of your body and advocating for yourself is so important, especially, 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 and I cannot stress this enough. If you are going in with like having painful sex or having pain with insertion or penetration, like you're, you, there's a possibility you could hear some crap for some doctors. And I am not like a doctor hater. Like I am not, I'm not someone who says like all doctors are bad. Like I am so grateful that we have healthcare professionals who take care of us. Like I, I could never do it. Couldn't be me. I, I know nothing about science, but I just, in our bodies, I seriously failed out of biology. I'm not lying to you. Um, but I just, I, isn't that ironic that I fell out of biology and I talk about public health today? Quite interesting. Um, but I, uh, Jesus redeems all guys, but for real, like I, I'm so grateful for doctors, but the reality is like, if you are experiencing painful sex, um, or pain with, you know, penetration, there are, there are doctors out there who are 
not the kindest with this kind of stuff. I, I think it's partly because they're not fully educated on it. So they don't quite know like what to do about it. Um, but also like, I think they just over the years maybe have been, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to like think of reasons why they would not be kind to you. And I can't really find one cause they should be kind to you. But, um, you may hear like, just relax. You just need to learn how to relax or you should drink wine or you should drink some alcohol before you try to have sex. That'll help relax you. Or maybe you just don't like your husband enough or maybe you're just not like getting turned on enough and not just sorry, you need to do better. Maybe you just need more foreplay. Like if you're hearing things like that, then you're being dismissed by your doctor. Honestly, in my opinion, they're not really caring enough to help you figure out a solution. They're just trying to throw things on top of it. They're trying to bandaid it. And they're not really caring, caring enough about you to help you find a solution. And that is not okay. Like not okay, not okay, not okay at all. Um, I know that there are some doctors out there who will dismiss you about birth control. So let's say that you are bringing up your birth control and how you've had like a negative experience on it. They may try to just dismiss you and be like, sorry, like that's just is what it is. Like instead of helping figure out like another game plan for you or helping maybe let's figure out a non-hormonal way to do birth control. Like there, there are some doctors who are just dismissive and I'm so sorry. Like that is not okay whatsoever. Our, doc our doctors should support us and be there for us and help us out and listen and really hear us. And I'm just like really sorry that that's, that's not happening. That has not happened. That has happened to me before. Um, I went through years of going to the gynecologist having extreme pain with a pap smear, like, too, like so bad kind of pain. And no one ever like said anything to me. No one ever asked like why that would hurt or even, you know, thought to ask me, anything about it. They just let me have painful, painful pap smears. And I think about that and I'm like, Hmm, that should have been really telling for my doctors. And they never asked, like they just, they didn't care enough to ask, or maybe they just missed it. Or maybe they're too busy. Maybe they're overworked. Maybe they're tired. And, and I, I don't think that they're, they're doing this with like malicious intent. Like I don't believe that it's malicious, but it's, it's also not okay though. So if you are being dismissed, especially if you're talking about Really with anything, honestly, not especially. I just know it happens a lot for people with pelvic floor dysfunction. Um, but if you're being dismissed by your doctor, like you are in full, contr full control here. Like you are in control in this room and you can say like, I appreciate your help today. I appreciate you, you know, checking me out and like being here. But I don't think that we are a good fit together and I am going to head out and I'm going to find another doctor, but I appreciate your time. Like it can just be like as simple as that. Okay. Like it doesn't have to be some big thing. Like you can just say like, I just don't think that we're the right fit for each other and that's okay. And I hope you have a good day. Um, because I don't want you to be dismissed friends. I don't think that that's not fair at all. Like, and if your doctor is not giving you any like constructive, like let's figure this out kind of help, we need to find a new one. Because there, if you are having any kind of pelvic floor dysfunction, like there are things that they can do. You can get an ultrasound. They can talk to you about dilators. They can talk to you about pelvic floor physical therapy. There's like other tests that they can run to try and figure out what's going on. Um, and just relaxing or prescribing alcohol to you is not a treatment plan, like whatsoever. If we're going to the doctor with a problem, they should be prescribing you a treatment plan and just telling you like, just, just relax or just drink alcohol. That is not a treatment plan or just deal with it. If you're talking about like the side effects of birth control, like that is not a treatment plan. We're trying to find treatment plans. And so I want you to like 
go in confident, like knowing like, you know, your body best, you know, your body better than anyone else. And you like are in charge of your health and wellness. And they are here to help and support and guide in areas like we don't know. Um, but you like advocate for yourself in that appointment. Okay. I don't want you to leave like frustrated and leave like feeling like you didn't get any really clear help or clear next steps. Like that is not the goal of going to an appointment. Like you're taking time out of your day to like check up on yourself and be, you know, be healthy and things like that. And so I, I want it to be the best bang for your buck. So if you're hearing like, you know, I just, just relax or it's, it's not that big of a deal. Maybe you just don't love your husband enough. Like if you're hearing things like that, that's just the cue to know that this is not the right fit. And that's all you have to say is like, Hey, I just don't think that we're the right fit for each other, but I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Like it just as simple as that. And that's okay. And like, that's perfectly okay for you to do. There is nothing wrong with that because advocating for yourself is so important. You are worth it. You are worth getting really good care. Like you're worth getting the best care. And if you are looking for a good, like a good doctor, I do have a healthcare resources highlight on Instagram where I can, I, I can even um, link this in the episode notes, but I have the resources where people have sent in their suggestions or their recommendations for doctors in their area. So you can literally like see if there's like where you live, um, see if there's a doctor near you that somebody has recommended. And it's not just for the U.S. Like I have a couple um, Canada and U.K. Um, recommendations on there as well. So if you're, you know, an international listener, which is the coolest thing ever, like feel, you know, look at that as well. Um, I'm just continually trying to build this list. So if you have recommendations for a good gynecologist, send it my way and I'll add it to the list. So, and if you've sent me one before and you look at the list and you're like, huh, this isn't on there, please message me again because I've gotten so many and I tried really hard to make sure I screenshotted it every single one of them, but I'm human and I make mistakes. So I definitely could have missed it. Um, so if you don't see it on the list, like send it to me again. Yeah, I, I want to make sure that I have everything on there. So send it to me again if you do not see your recommendation on the list that you've sent to me before. So, okay, those are all my tips today. You've got this, friends. You are worth healing. Like, your appointment, like, I believe it is so important to check on yourself, make sure you're healthy, make sure you're good, and you're worth doing that, okay? Like, so you can do this. I'm already so proud of you for making that appointment because I know you're scared, I know you're overwhelmed, but it's going to be okay. You're going to feel so good afterwards that you, like, did something for yourself, and it gets easier over time. The first one is really scary. The first one, maybe in a long time, can be really scary, but the more that you're going and you get comfortable with it, the better. So, and, oh, I, oh, I guess I should give one more tip. If you um, were in public floor physical therapy and maybe haven't gone in a while, um, I do recommend like giving or asking your therapist to do like another check on you before you go, because that's something that really helped me. I was feeling really nervous after even being healed of vaginismus to go back to the gynecologist. And um, so I was talking to my pelvic pelvic floor physical therapist about it and she was like well let's just like do a check-in before you go and see how you're doing and that actually really helped because it just kind of calmed me down um to go again because I was scared that it was going to be painful even though I was healed I was just scared and that actually really helped and put me at ease so I guess that's the last tip if you're able to do that I think that would be a big help um but okay Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, friends, for listening. If you love this podcast, I would love a five-star rating if you think it's worth five stars um, on Apple and Spotify because you can vote on Spotify now. So, or not vote, you can rate on Spotify now. So if you're listening to this on Apple or, or Spotify and you have not rated the podcast, it would just mean so much to me if you could do that. You don't even have to write a review. I would love it if you would write a review, but you don't have to if you don't want to, but just five stars would be awesome. That would really mean a lot to me. Um, it, reviews really help me out. So. <laughs> 
Uh, I just thank you for your time, friends. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. I love you. We will talk soon.